At this very moment, you're entering the vortex of Mystic Podcast. Hey, you guys, it's Daniela. Welcome back to the vortex. Welcome back to another episode. I'm here just sitting and on top of the fact that I am with an amazing guest, I'm also just brewing some magic for you and I have some amazing things coming up for us to connect and for this beautiful ever-growing mystic community to get even more closer to each other. So we have some fun membership options and activations and magic that is happening by the end of this month, which I just wanted to sprinkle that magic for you. There's going to be some exclusive episodes. There's going to be some portal where you get to get even deeper into energy reports from me and also a group chat where we can all get together and interact. So some of that magic, it's been brewed together and is coming together for you at an amazing price that I just want it to be a no-brainer. I can not wait to share more of those insights, but I just wanted to put it in there that the membership of Mystic Podcast is coming along. And again, I am here with an amazing guest that, wow, seriously, Nikki's story is just so deep and so raw that literally touched my heart to the deep, to the depths of it. And just so you know, the story that Nikki is about to tell in this episode, she's never told publicly. So it's the first time that she gets to share this powerful story with us. This is going to be very, very, very touching. And you get the honor to hold a space for her as she shines her light. I got to know Nikki because of my coach of my media visibility coach Abby Gibbs. Abby just knows so many wonderful people and I've gotten to meet a lot of those and Nikki was one of them. Abby connected us and I just knew she's such a fairy goddess, majestic, beautiful being and I wanted to bring her into the podcast because Of course, I wanted her to share her story, but also I believe that she's going to allow for permission, especially for those of you that I know that have sometimes a hard time with accepting and allowing all the sides of who you are because of what others may think, because of what society may say. And Nikki is just going to give us permission to continue shedding all that we think we cannot be and all that we continue to hide about ourselves in order to make others feel comfortable. So this is an episode full of permissions and a deep, incredible miracle story that is just going to blow your mind probably. So without further ado, here is the episode with Nikki Murray. Hi Nikki, thank you so much for being here. 
Thank you so much for having me. I love all of the energy that you give this world. And so it's truly a gift to be on your podcast. So thank you. Of course. And I mean, for you guys listening, I just got connected with Nikki, you know, with kind of people that we met and people that I know. So we got connected somehow. And once I got to just talk a little bit about possible topics that we could discuss in the podcast and possible things that we could discuss and we can talk about and we can explore. I got to hear Nikki's just a story and I was like, oh my God, people need to hear this. People need to absolutely uh, learn more from you and, and just, you know, explore who you are. So tell us, tell us a little bit of just in general to, for us to get to know you, like who, who are you? What do you do? <laughs> uh, where are you all into? What's your element? Just tell us everything. Well, that is a huge question. So I will summarize that. We are all multifaceted and multidimensional. So I think summarizing a person and explaining who you are is, is actually kind of comical. <laughs> I agree. But in the sense of how I usually introduce myself on podcasts is I'm Nikki Murray. I'm an energy medicine teacher and spiritual empowerment mentor. And I combine ancient and modern spiritual modalities to assist with awakening others to their divine potential and their unique spiritual gifts, because we all have such unique spiritual gifts that need to be brought into the light. And a little bit about me, I have lived many lifetimes, and I mean that in a literal sense. So what I do in this lifetime is really a lot of listening and remembering. I'm just getting right into the woo-woo. We're just going right in right now. <laughs> Let's do it. So, yeah. Uh, I really spend a lot of time listening and remembering because I consider myself somewhat of a channel. I don't believe anything that I produce in this world is just all me and it's all about me. I'm really just an open vessel, as I think many of us are. And yeah, what else do you want to know? I'm a Cancer sun sign, an Aquarius moon, and a Scorpio rising. <laughs> I don't, I usually am so bad with my signs, but I don't <laughs> remember. Am I a Scorpio rising? There is one that is, oh, I don't remember, but I love that sound though. The Scorpio rising. That's a powerful yeah, one. I could see you being a Scorpio rising as well. Amazing. I really am not so great, even though I give energy reports to the collective. Yeah. And I just I reflect that. that back. Although I have no idea about astrology. I just know Virgo, which is, you know, my sign or my, you know, how do you call that birth sign? Yeah, there's natal charts and then the sun sign would be your Virgo. Sun sign. Yeah. Exactly. So I am a Virgo sun sign, and that's like the extend of my knowledge. <laughs> and then everything else just gets to be like, oh, that's cool. Um, but I am super into it. And I, I mean, not super into it, but I think it's really interesting how it really relates and how it really, you know, tells so much about us and what we are. So thank you for sharing all of that. I think I can reflect back to you the fact that you're saying I am just listening and remembering. Yeah. And I feel like when when we tune into that listening and that remembering, don't just things get to be so much easier. Oh my goodness. Yes. And it takes the pressure off of you completely. I feel like that was a huge part of me finding inner peace was just allowing it not to be about me anymore. Yeah. 
Because I feel like that's, I was just talking to one of my clients and we got into a conversation about, you know, cause we, she's a part of OIA, which is, you know, my program, like, um, on your authenticity mastermind program. And we're in this moment, in this, um, lecture where we talk about the soul, where it comes from, what it is, what's the essence. And we kind of like decode that signature. And her question was, I am a little bit confused about my soul purpose. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I need to do. I don't need, I don't know what it is. And, and this is what I downloaded for her, which I think it's really important. Everybody listening, it's probably just a message that you need to hear at this moment, which is your soul's purpose. It's not about doing but it's about being, 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 being. Mm-hmm. And in that being is that ability to remember. It's that ability to experience the things that you came here to experience. But it's not about doing anything. So if you are, if you are being in the moment, then every single experience gets to unravel and gets to be there for you. Which gets me to ask you in your uniqueness and your beautiful story about how that beingness and how that unraveling kind of came out for you. Oh my goodness. Well, as is with everyone Uh, My unraveling is a very long story and it's a lifetime in this lifetime, (laughs) but I I will share the most poignant parts and the parts that I think your audience will maybe relate to and get the most out of. So I, I was born feeling very different than others in the sense that I sensed, saw, and felt things that I noticed my peers were not. And I really pushed that away. I didn't really push it away for myself, but I kept it a secret for most of my life because I wanted to be liked and approved of. And it was much easier to be palatable as a human being, not to have this strange weirdness that no one would understand. So I went through different chapters of spirituality. I always have considered myself spiritual and having, we are all spiritual, but having a spiritual practice but I had a, an awakening when I found yoga, which was 11, 12 years ago. And I discovered the chakra system specifically. And it was like a light switch went on inside of me. And I went, whoa, what is this? I know this. I've known this before. This is more than just relatable. This is something that is inside of me. Um, it's a wisdom that I once knew. And that propelled me into energy medicine because I started to look at energy differently. And I had an experience with a Reiki practitioner. My very first experience completely changed my mindset on what energy is and what's possible because she was able to read me and know things about me that were really impossible for her to know, I thought. And so then (laughs) I... I knew I was supposed to become an energy medicine practitioner and that there was something there, but I still didn't have the courage to explore that. I felt that I needed to have a certain type of career in order to be successful. And I really liked fitting in boxes for society because like I said, it was easier to get by that way I thought, but something inside of me would not stop screaming and wanting to get out And what ended up happening is my best friend and mentor, who's my father, passed away suddenly surfing in California in 2018. And 
I immediately went into energy medicine and I felt his presence with me really encouraging me to do so. And there was a lot of noise around me that was asking me not to do that in uh, the forms of other human beings that were very uncomfortable with the idea. They saw it as dogmatic and scary and even hyper-religious. I mean, they came up with all these stories about it that were fearful to them. Um, and But I did it anyways. And I went full force into it anyway because I felt this energy just wanting to come out of me, this blossoming coming through my heart. And then just to make matters more adventurous, I got pregnant and it wasn't on purpose. I never really wanted to have children because I felt like my contribution to this world was through a different path, even though I love kids. I just didn't see myself doing that. And it was a really uh, shocking situation. And then I progressed with the pregnancy. I decided to go through with it because I thought this is just magical. I'm going to see what this is all about. But what ended up happening is I was told that my pregnancy was dangerous and that my child was actually not developing in the way that he is was supposed to. There was some abnormalities and parts of his body were not even developing properly. And there was like a likelihood of uh, him not surviving of like 90%. It was not looking good at all. And so I was outside meditating and I was going through the grieving stage of losing my baby. And I was, I was getting through it and I was really getting to the place where I was okay with it. And I had my first visitation of a light being. And in my meditation, I saw a light being is the only way I can describe it. It was not anything I've ever read about or seen. Um, and the visitation, the message that came through for me was that I was supposed to continue with the pregnancy and use the energy medicine, the Reiki on my womb. And that was totally insane to my logical mind, especially because I never wanted to actually become a mother, but I listened and I believed and I went for it and it felt right. And so every day, three times a day, I would give myself Reiki energy medicine and I went to an appointment three weeks later and they said that it was a complete miracle, that miraculous healing had happened, that there was no explanation for it. They even said, I don't know what you've been doing, but whatever it is, you have a healthy baby now. And this is the first time I'm telling this story publicly. So thank you. Hi. <laughs> thank you for sharing all of this. And I just, as you're sharing this, I can just see the mirroring of so many of us listening to this powerful story that we can see ourselves in your story in so many ways. So please continue. Please continue. Thank you. I hope this is not too long, but I'm finishing up here. So thank you so much. I, I have shied away from telling the story because not only is it a very tender story to me and it's truly one of the most difficult and I feel most brave things I've ever been through. But I also felt that I didn't want to tell a story and give others some sort of false hope if they're going through something that's similar. I don't want to tell everyone that Reiki or energy medicine is going to create a miraculous healing or is going to take away a disease or is going to do something that's impossible in the science realm, quote unquote. It absolutely can, and I'm proof of that. 
But I think the message, what I know the message to be in the story is that if there is something in you, if there is a truth, if there is a spiritual gift, if there is a purpose that is in you that wants to be birthed out and shared with the world, you absolutely should full-heartedly and courageously just allow that to come forth. And I feel that this experience with my son uh, was to teach me that I am meant to share energy medicine with the world and that I needed to actually embody the practice to see miracles occur so I could tell the story and inspire others to do the same for themselves. So that's really the message there. And, Absolutely. And yeah. the, the, the thing that I want to kind of reflect back with so many points about your story, <laughs> but the fact that as you started to like the first thing is, is that when we start to awaken to these things and they're so non-logical to the mind, the first thought is to what is other people going to think? How is this going to show up? And then we start to kind of push it away. And then, as you say, there is a part that you, when you decide, you know what, I'm going to just go for it. And this is the way it is. Then there is, I don't want to say test, but I want to say that as we awakening, we trigger other people in that awakening. And that is usually mm -hmm. what stops a lot of people from continuing because they think, oh, I don't want to make anybody feel bad. I don't want to do, um, yeah, I don't want to trigger anybody. Uh, I don't want to be a bad person. But what I want to show from your story is the fact that you triggered other people because you're meant to activate other people because you got triggered to begin with. You took a choice, you took a path, and then now is their choice to make the same, whether they decide to, you know, allow and see and honor your gift or not, because whatever they're reflecting back to you is at the end of the day, their own story. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think like, for you, that idea of having so many people say so many things about it and is still going at it and is still continuing your path it was so much part of your story. Yes, thank you for reflecting that back. I, I see it a lot with my clients as well that when they learn energy medicine from me or they, they even have a personal practice with me that their partner or their friends or people in their life are just not supportive. And I get asked all the time how to navigate that. And I think that is such an important part of this path to really have an idea of how to move through it and to know that you do have support from other like-minded people such as yourself um, that can shed some light onto that because that is really difficult. Absolutely. And so I, one of my followers sent me a message the other day, this was a couple of months ago. And she said that her son or her daughter, I can't really remember, was um, having some health issues. And she said, do you think that energy medicine or Reiki would help? Do you think that that could actually help? And I said, my response to her was, depends on what you believe. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Because I believe, and I mean, I want your opinion also on this, but this is what I believe. I believe that whatever we, we believe to be true, it is because we put that intention and we claim that reality. And then we live in that reality. 
there's people that live in reality where energy medicine simply doesn't work. And then it doesn't work for them because that's the reality that they decide to live in. There's people that decide to be, I'm going to believe in this no matter what everybody says. And then it works for them. So I really believe that in my world, energy medicine works. That doesn't necessarily mean that in somebody else's world, it gets to also work as immediate as it works for me or as miraculously happened for you. Mm -hmm. But what do you, what would you say on this? Oh, I absolutely think that's true. I always teach that on the receiving end, for example, if you're giving energy medicine to someone, which I have been in the situation before where the other person is so closed off, almost thinks that it's like funny, you know, makes a joke of it or whatever. Uh, usually the experience is not as profound for them as it is for someone else who's very open. And it's because they have literally closed off their energy centers to receiving. And you are absolutely right. We create our reality with our mindset. And so if their mindset is very just physical, tangible, earthly based, they are probably not going to notice the energetic frequency of the world around them doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. And it doesn't mean they're not going to have some sort of awakening. It just, people very much create their reality. I love what you said. Um, and I was going to say something else. I have had clients who were open to it, but not, not, uh, they were almost like, uh, freaked out by it a little bit, but I feel that one of the energy centers in your body that is very important to have open is the heart. Because as long as you have a compassionate and open heart to it, even if your mental mind, your logical self is fighting against it, if your heart is open, I find that it is integrated more easily as well. So I just wanted to add that in there. I absolutely agree. I, mm. I think the heart center is, is an easier way to get in. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so if it's open, it's just an easier way. You know, it's always like in general, I mean, if you talk to somebody and you're trying to get a point across and you're just being really rude and really forcing and really um, strong, then it's probably not going to be well received as if you were to come from a loving perspective and from a loving yeah. words and from warmth. And, you know, so I think it's, it's like that is the way it gets to be integrated and received. But what I also want to point out in this is that thank God <laughs> that it is the way it is because what I really value about the way the universe works, the way our reality works is that at the end of the day, we have a personal choice and we have a personal power to mm -hmm. live in the reality that we decide to live in. Yes. So if you are a person that decides that you simply don't want all this talk about aliens, all this talk about energy, all this talk about whatever, then it just simply doesn't get to be in your reality. Oh, yeah. Right. So yeah. then the beautiful thing is, is that if you do want it in your reality, like probably 95% of the people or 99% of the people that are listening to this, you guys, my community, if you want it in your reality, you get to call it in. Mm-hmm. And oh, you yeah. get to believe in it. So you don't have to go around asking, is this going to work for me? Is this going to appear for me? Is the message going to come through? The question is, do you want it? Do you believe in it? And if you do, it is your choice and is it within your power 
to allow it to enter your energy field. Absolutely. Yes. I so feel that a hundred percent. Yes. And I, I've been like following you and seeing what you share with, with the collective, which is so beautiful. And one of the things that I thought was so interesting was this thing about activation of authentic voice. Oh, so can you, yeah. <laughs> you share, <laughs> share with us all of that. Oh my goodness. Oh my goddess. Okay. So it's so funny how you're talking about, uh, what do you want to come in? How much do you want to, how much do you want to see and hear basically? Because, so I had a, I've had many activations in my life as I'm sure you have had, but I had a huge one in March, huge activation. I had an out-of-body experience. I had the most profound uh, experience with the light beings I've ever had. It truly, truly completely catapulted me into another realm. But uh, I have since then been telling the universe, hey, I don't necessarily want to see anything at night. Like, okay, that's too much. Let that come in a little bit slower because since that time, stuff has just been shooting into my force field. But the authentic voice activation came about through that because I had sort of a channel blast open in March. And this was through a breathwork class. I had no idea this was going to happen. It just did. And since then, I've been channeling workshops to do and classes to create for my community. And I was on a walk in nature one day and the authentic voice activation uh, workshop course flew at me and I saw it from start to finish and all of the modalities that I would teach in it and that's how it was formed I did not premeditate it I did not say to myself oh I really love August 8th which is Lionsgate I have always celebrated that in astrology but I didn't say to myself I want to do a workshop on that day it was just like boom I saw it I knew it had to be done I did EFT which is the emotional freedom technique tapping which I've never done myself, but I trained and taught myself and did it for about a month and a half. I did vocal toning and then I did some meditation work and also some, some empowerment work and, and journal prompts. Anyway, that's how that came about. And doing that activation myself for the six weeks or whatever leading up to it and then presenting it to the public activated my own voice in a major way. <laughs> So that's what that was. I'm glad that you asked about that. Thank you. And it's literally, so what is it? Is it literally just activating your throat? Is it activating like the voice within? What, what is it literally? So it, I used all these different modalities to encourage and to energetically connect people with their authentic, their most authentic self and to have the courage and the tenacity and the clarity to be able to share that. Because I feel as we're going through this paradigm shift right now, that we need more people with a courageous voice that's coming from their soul than ever. So that is what it is. It was different modalities to support that journey and it was designed to not just end on that day. There's a whole like workbook that goes with it that you can continue with. So I hope that makes sense. Is that clear enough? 
Absolutely, absolutely. And it's so beautiful that you hear that it just kind of came through came through you, which I mean, I've done a little bit of breath work, not too much, but I also love it. I think it's a powerful way to release and let go and surrender oh. into deep um, receiving. But when it comes to like receiving things, as you say, they just come, right? So what I get from a lot of our listeners is that, you know, they get sometimes really locked in their creative process and like, yes, they want to create all these things and they want to receive all these messages. And sometimes you just feel a little block in terms of like, how is it supposed to come? When is it going to come? What do I do to get to that creative flow? How do I actually allow myself to receive all those beautiful things from the universe? And also one of the questions that you know, I often get asked is how do I allow myself to have all these experiences or how do I get to these experiences of receiving, of connecting to light beings? Um, so what would you say, what would you say to that? So I, I really want everyone who's listening to understand that we all have a unique spiritual journey and it's not going to look like anybody else's. And we absolutely should not compare ourselves to anyone else and what they are going through or what they are channeling because it's not, it's not your path. And I think the best advice to give others is to, this is so simple. <laughs> it's annoyingly simple for some people, but to really have a meditation practice every day. Because in order to be open to the messages from source, to be open to the other dimensions, to have the types of experiences you might be seeking, we have to train ourselves to access the different layers of ourselves that are connected to those other realms. And the only way to do that is to get quiet and to cultivate practices that we're really, most of us were not taught to do in our day-to-day -day life. So it's kind of being a little bit of a rebel. <laughs> Meditate. Yeah. yeah. Because I hear that a lot of people are like, how do I get, how do I do my way into this? How do I yeah. do my way into my spiritual awakening? How do I do my way into receiving these things and creating these things and doing these things? And I think, I think the biggest myth of all will be, or it is the fact that we think we need to do our way into an experience. Yes. Instead, what I've noticed, and it's so subtle, but it's so profound, is that we need to be our way into that experience. Because if we're doing, we're missing the point. If the first thing that we do is to do or to try to figure it out and to do, then we're blocking the, mis the mysticism. We're, we're, we're blocking the ways in which it could come that goes beyond what we could have ever thought about when I feel that I'm the most disconnected and I'm gonna ask you the same question but when I feel I'm the most disconnected is when I am doing too much being on my computer too much creating too much and on the go that I don't create a space just literally for silence which yeah a little boring <laughs> but sometimes I do it in a way that I go for a walk and that but it's mm -hmm. so necessary because otherwise I literally disconnect from the ideas that come beyond yes me I can reflect that back to you a hundred percent it's like doing 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 being on the computer feeling like you have to achieve all these things and tackle your to-do list and that word hustle it's like oh that just completely shuts me out too so I agree 
And if I ever feel that way, I actually force myself to meditate. But also the other thing that really activates me is connecting with nature. I don't know about you, but that lights me up. Oh my goodness. Like I was saying, the authentic voice activation workshop, I had that download in nature because Mother Earth has a frequency that is meant to awaken humanity. And by the way, it is even more supercharged right now than ever in our lifetime. So if anyone wants to become more sensitive to mysticism, another amazing way would be to go into raw mother nature. And even if you can't, just go hug a tree on the street, put your feet in the grass. (laughs) The vibration is incredible. Like what it holds for us, it's really, really beautiful. So I want to, I have this like, in my mind, this, uh, I don't know if it's my myself or if it's, you know, downloads from the universe, but they keep on saying to go back to your story, <laughs> to go back to your story a little bit and to ask more into when you were having these difficulties of, of dealing with the pressure of other people not believing um, in what you were doing and like, how did you navigate it all that? Because that sounds, I mean, your story is just so remarkable, but I feel like as we are saying, sometimes we get to just compare, right? The stories and feel like, oh, she had an amazing story. How do I create my own story? Or or maybe trying to get that awesome story too. And what we don't get to understand is that everybody is meant to inspire us and kind of show us possibilities, but never show us our own way. And never, you know, they were never meant to, to do the same as us. So what I want to ask you is, when you were going through that, because sometimes I feel like we we skip the parts that are like the keys or the little things that will really help us kind of connect to like, oh, she also had gone through this and she also has struggles and she, you know, it was never that easy and things, you know, uh, didn't from the very beginning became just this magical trip. And, and I'm sure that for you to be able to look back into your journey, now you can. Now you can look back and see like, wow, that really worked out and that was amazing. And that was what is meant to have, what was meant to happen. But I'm sure when you were in it, <laughs> it felt a lot different. Yes. I'm still in it, to be honest. And life is not easy peasy, all lollipops and rainbows. <laughs> I still receive uh, and I'm still navigating uh, human beings in my close personal life that are not supportive. So I am, I'm not clear and out of it. I'm working on it. Uh, truly, it was, it was one of the most difficult things in my life to just push through and do this anyway. I, I feel like I just simply had a fire burning in me so bright that I couldn't, I couldn't dim it and I couldn't ignore it any longer or I would go insane is how I was feeling when I really started projecting all this information out there. And I also felt a depression creeping in that I knew was dangerous. And so I decided that I had to start following my spiritual path or I was going to suffer and also cause others to suffer around me if I didn't. And so I really, I felt that and I trusted that the universe had put this fire within me for a reason. But if you want a practical way to manage this, 
it's not easy. I can't just give like a, an easy list to attack to make this simple for everyone, but it's to have such a deep river of self-love and respect for yourself that you will not allow others to take that away from you. And also when others are attacking you or telling you that what you're doing is not real or what you're doing is a waste of time to respond with love and to show them anyway that you're going to do it, but never to respond with violence or give them back the energy they're giving you to do your best to respond from a place of that's really the seed of your soul. And I know everyone's situation is different. There might be a scenario where you need to remove yourself from that completely. Uh, but that is the way I've navigated it. I hope that's helpful. It is certainly a tender subject in my life still. But I just try to be an example of love through it is the best thing I can say. I love that. And I feel like we always feel like hearing all these stories and hearing somebody talk, whether it's a professional, an expert or somebody starting, we always think like they're like done or arrived at certain yeah. place. And <laughs> that is also another myth, by the way, that yes. we just never arrive. We arrive and then we're ready for the next wave of awakening. <laughs> mm-hmm. so one after the other. But what I, what was coming up as you were saying is this idea of choosing yourself. Yes. Of I get to choose myself over everyone else. And that gets to affect everyone else in a positive way. But when it comes to that, reflecting also back in my own personal experience of choosing myself, I got called selfish a lot and egoistic uh, and self-involved. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know what I mean? Like the, yeah, that is a that thing. <laughs> it, it is a thing that it starts to happen when you choose yourself. There is a, a natural reflection for the collective and family members and friends and all these things when you choose yourself, because we have been, we have been a co- conditioned to believe that we don't get to do things for ourselves only because we always get to think about other people. Well, the funny thing about that is that if we don't choose ourselves and we are harming ourselves, then we are eventually harming others. Somebody that is, like you said, in the verge of depression, it's not going to be nice for anybody else. No. So then if you do get to choose yourself and you get to be in a really good place, like the one you are right now, you get to heal others. You get to help others. You get to inspire others. Yes. Um, Another thing was also realizing that this world is so vast and there are so many other beautiful souls on this planet that want to learn from you and want to connect with you and are meant to connect with you. And you can feed and nourish off of each other and create this beautiful symbiotic relationship with others outside of maybe those humans who are not supporting you. And it's having that awareness that even though you may feel really enclosed by this negative energy that might be around you or coming at you, know that there is an infinite amount of other frequencies, energies, people who are going to support you and love you and lift you up and that you can do the same for them. 
So that was a big shift for me mentally as well. And what enabled me to propel into this, this really this journey. So I just wanted to add that in. I love that because it's so true is we always feel like, and talking about like superhuman here. I mean, I go to the same cafe. I go to the same restaurants all the time. I meet kind of the same people. (laughs) I'm around the same. My group of friends is very small. So I feel like because that's our reality, we feel like there is only so much, you know, Mm -hmm. because our 3D mind that knows container, which is this container of your house, the container of the restaurant, the container of your patio. I mean, all these little containers that we feel like there is just that and that's the world. But the funny thing is to think about like, oh my God, there's like millions of restaurants and millions of houses and millions and thousands of billions of people. Yes. But we are sometimes so accustomed to like our little circle that we feel like that is the world. Which in, in terms, it is our world, but there is so much more. <laughs> there is. And like you were saying at the beginning, you, you create your own reality. We are co-creators of this universe. And if there are aspects of your reality that are harming you or are affecting you and keeping you small, I want everyone who's listening to know that you are fully capable and empowered to shift those with just the belief in yourself, with building that river of love within yourself and believing in yourself and knowing that you do deserve more than that. Just that shift in mindset will oftentimes attract different people to you and begin to alter that texture of the reality that you're living in. I totally agree. I feel like when once I just kind of open up to different people or to just, you know, different conversations. And when I myself started having different conversations with myself, then I was reflected with all of this world of beautiful humans who were ready to talk and have awesome conversations that were actually interested for me. Oh, I love what you said about talking to yourself because we do, we have We are so multifaceted. We can have conversations with ourselves, And that is like one of the first steps to this is noticing how you speak to yourself. That can shift everything. I love that you said that. Absolutely. So my question, and thank you for that. I I think it's like so important. This is one of the work that I do. Some of the work that I get to do with my clients is that creating the new stories that we tell ourselves every day because we tell ourselves a story every day and it's important to notice what that story looks like and to know that we every day get to choose a different story if we want to. So my question for you would be, um, how do you balance all these awakenings and all this multidimensionality and you know activations with the still being really human, going through everything, you know, having friends and social life and in general, like how do you, how do you balance that? I'm just going to get super raw and real on this podcast. Please do. (laughs) What a treat. Uh, Yeah, it is. It's, it's wild, man. It's tricky. It's, it, it doesn't have to be tricky, but I think for me, it's been an adjustment and I'm still going through that adjustment. Cause like I said, this year has been the most insane activations I've ever experienced have been this year. And, uh, I'm working on keeping my personal 
values that seem to change the more activations that come through. Different things become more valuable than other things. Uh, really staying true to that no matter what environment you're in. And one of my biggest difficulties in my life, and I don't know if others who are listening can relate to this, but I have been a people pleaser since I was a little, little tiny girl. And I have been working on really dismantling that. And I think a lot of us that go through spiritual experiences really uh, water down that part of ourselves when we go out into the world and we're socializing with others because we want to be loved and accepted. And so it's not easy, but I know that the more that you honor the truth of who you are and what you really know, uh, the things that are meant to fall away in your life will. And now that I'm a mother, I, I make it a very, very strong and firm commitment that I, I keep those values very alive and those parts of me very alive for my son, who's a toddler because I want him to know that he can do the same. And so it's really having the courage to allow your life to shift in the ways that it needs to, as you honor that part of yourself and your spirituality and not being afraid to say, you know, I, I don't need that. Or, you know, I'm, I'm not really willing to watch that. Or, you know, that activity doesn't seem in alignment, but I love you and I would like to do this instead on this day. Giving people options, to connect with you in a different way if what they're choosing in their life is not in alignment with you is, is one way to do it. I love that because for me, I think, and I've shared this with you guys before here in the podcast, that for me, that balance looks like, I think I am more of an alien before I am a human, I think. So <laughs> for me, it's like really understanding humans and, you know, being in this human experience and allowing myself to what would you say to just be in this moment and um, kind of operating my lower chakras and do all these things consciously aids my balance. My balance is to remember, you know, the humanity. And, and it's been such a beautiful way to merge it. As you say, it's like allowing yourself to whatever that balance looks like for you, like for you is balancing the people that are around you and giving them options to meet you at, at whatever you are. So I think like this balance between the human and the spirit, it's really all together. It's really just the multidimensionality of who we are. But I love the practicality that you say, you still can relate to people. You still can be with people. You still, you know, you still you is just, you choose in which situations, experiences you get to be. And you oh, get yeah. to be with people. Completely. And yeah, we're here in physical bodies for a reason. We are meant to be very much immersed in the earth. So we need to balance both, absolutely. I think that for me also, it's been such a, I mean, it's been such an experience to really be in this body and to get to meet people where they are and to get to listen and to get to not dim myself down, but like to try to really understand where they come from and to, I mean, this is just coming through, but. I was the other day writing upon the fact that sometimes I feel misunderstood and I feel like I cannot 
put so many things in words because people are not going to understand where I come from and I need to dim it down for, for kind of for people. And I understand, I understand that there's a lot of people that feel so mis misinterpreted and so misunderstood. There's two things that I want to say about that. And I'm also wanting your opinion on this. The first thing that I want to say is that first of all, not everybody's meant to understand you and to accept you and to get your <laughs> message. The second is, is that you you have a choice whether you just simply want to brutally just share who you are without any explanation or if you want to dim it down and break it down and and attend to a different crowd what do you think on that well i i agree i think that everyone needs to make the choice for themselves and also i was just working with someone where this came up you really have to look at every relationship and every situation as a unique relationship and a unique situation. And if you really want to affect someone's life with love and, and joy, sometimes that means uh, coming at them full force. Hey, I'm an alien, you know, this is what I think. What do you think about this? And other times it's allowing it to seep in a little more slowly, not pretending to be someone else, but allowing it to flow in at a different pace and coming at them always from a place of love, but just, just allowing a little sprinklings to come in and see what happens in that way. So I yeah. love that. I love that. So if any of you at some point feel like you're misunderstood because you don't know how to express yourself and how to bring all this magic and all this mysticism that you have, I want you to know that first you're not alone, you know, you're never alone with anything that you feel because we're just way too many people to not feel the same things. So first of all, you're not alone. And the second thing is that you really get to choose. I think that's the, the message of this, this specific episode is that you get to choose how, what you do and, and what you experience and what your life and your beingness gets to be. Yes. Thank you so much, um, Nikki, for being here. Yeah, go ahead. You have something I else? have a question for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because you said you consider yourself an alien. I was curious, do you associate yourself with any specific alien lineage? Thank you for that question. Because I, I absolutely would love to address it. And I get asked this all the time, especially when I'm channeling for people, they're always like, and who was that? <laughs> and who am I connected <laughs> with? And for when I started to really receive light beings and really connect to this other, how would you say, like aliens or multidimensionality? Yeah. I was, I wanted to connect to a certain, a certain, you know, um, collective or a certain stardust or like a certain thing. <laughs> and yeah. then, and then I realized that for some people, that is true. For some people, they are really connected to a certain lineage and they get to receive messages straight from that source. And from people like me, I am connected to literally everything that there is ever, ever existed. So I'm connected to everything. Mm -hmm. I don't consider myself particularly channeling a message from a specific collective. I channel the message from the everything. So I get sometimes angels, I get um, your turns come through, the pillars of light come through. Um, Jesus comes through. I mean, there's so many different frequencies. There is 
fairies and the other way the other day were like this like beautiful fairies or there's beautiful goddesses I mean I just channel so many different energies and I get to just play in their realm and feel them when they come through and I do know that I've lived as you as everybody you know many lifetimes in different forms but I don't particularly relate or or limit myself to the fact that I need to be connected to one or that there needs to be a connection to one because I just not specifically to any of them. Yeah. yeah. I am exactly the same reflected back to you a hundred percent. I do, I am the same. It's always different, different group, different flavor. <laughs> exactly. And the funny thing is I had a, I had a, a client not too long ago who within our session kept on asking me the same question, but who am I connected to? But really, who am I connected to? But really, is there one particular one that I'm like more connected to? (laughs) And the funny thing is, is that it's because our mind loves, absolutely loves containers Mm -hmm. and answers and a specific lines or, or, or um, structures and answers. So it is really easy if I tell you or anybody listening, you are connected to the Arturians and you're like, great. So now I'm going to do the research on the Arturians. And now I'm going to identify myself as part of the Arturians. And now I'm going to really dive into that. And this is great, but I want you to know that we are so vast Mm -hmm. that is not just that particular lineage. Like we literally have everything of everything. And that is really hard for our third dimensional mind that likes containers and that lives in a container to even comprehend that. So it is easier to say, yes, you know, the Arturians or the Pleiadians or whatever that is, and then go full force on that. But I want to liberate you guys and liberate ourselves from the fact that we are not only from one, (laughs) we are from everything. (laughs) Yes, we are quantumly connected to everything in the universe. So that makes sense. What you say on a scientific level and a spiritual level. Yeah. (laughs) So Nikki, tell us, tell us where to find you. Tell us what you do, what you're offering. I mean, please, where do we get more of you? You are so kind. I love you. I love you too. (laughs) I'm on Instagram. My name is Nikki, N-I-K-I, Marie, M-A-R-R-E, and you can see everything I offer there. Like I said, it's always a different workshop coming up, but I'm right now in the middle of my big energy medicine program. I'll be offering another one in spring, and right now I'm really focusing on my one-on-one spiritual mentorship um, programs with just private uh, spiritual development. I love, love, love working one-on-one with people. So I'm putting a lot of energy into that right now. And then I have something really big coming up in the next couple of months. So stay tuned for that. So beautiful. Uh, thank you so much for being so raw, for being so vulnerable, for being so open and for letting us be activated by you openly expressing who you are and letting your soul just shine through because it really does. So I truly appreciate your energy and your presence and all that you're here for, um, for us to, to receive from you. So thank you. You're so beautiful. Thank you so much for creating the sacred space for all of us, your listeners and for myself to be here. 
Thank you guys for listening and for being part of this conversation and for being part of this beautiful, amazing energy. I see you. I adore you. I thank you for being part of this mystic community. And I want you to know that I freaking adore you and that you are an important part of this community. So if there is any part of this episode that you felt that shifted something for you, that you felt that was just healing and awakening at any point and you feel like there is somebody that could benefit from this conversation I would love for you to share it I would love for you to share it and I would also love for you to tag Nikki and I on our Instagram to let us know how this episode landed for you and the things that you got to pick out of the episode and just let us know your experience so that I can continue to bring magic for you guys and that I can continue to bring all this amazing guest because it really helps when you share with me so that I have an idea of what else to bring with you. And also, if you have a couple of minutes and you are in a high vibrational state after listening to this wonderful conversation, I would love and appreciate if you leave a review on iTunes for all the new people who are just finding Mystic Podcasts and who are just about to enter the vortex. It really helps to have reviews so that more people can find us and we can continue to grow this wonderful and beautiful community and I can continue to bring you even more amazing guests each time. Have a lovely rest of your day. Until next time.